Welcome to Newest, Latest, Best, the quick daily show to keep you in the know with all of the newest information, latest releases, and the very best that games have to offer. I'm Jeff Kanata, and today is Wednesday, September 6th, 2017. Happy Destiny 2 launch day, everybody. All the news today seems to be swirling around the excitement for the launch of Destiny 2 on consoles. Yeah, PC gamers are still having to wait a couple of months to get in on the action, but Xbox One and PlayStation 4 owners are flooding servers with new games. There have been some reports of slow load times and error messages, but it sounds like, for the most part, a fairly smooth launch for such a massive title I'd be interested to see what the download numbers, what the sales numbers for Destiny 2 are today. October 24th, PC Gamers will join the mix. Are you playing? Are you listening to this because you're at a place where you can't be playing yet and you're just anxious to get back home and turn on your console? That's kind of how I am right now. I'm I'm excited to jump on. I'm playing on PlayStation 4. And if you want to play with me, we've actually started a clan for my other podcast, DLC, which is my weekly long-form podcast with Christian Spicer. Christian started up a DLC podcast clan on PlayStation 4 for Destiny 2, and you are more than welcome to join. We have 60 members as of this recording, and uh, we would love to have you join us. We're not not the best players, maybe not even the most committed players, but we're going to have a big, friendly, great group of, of folks joining together and having a good time. So search for the DLC Podcast Clan, DLCP, and we would love to uh, to have you join our ranks and uh, take down some raids and loot some exotics. Hope to see you online. One thing that I think will be interesting to see with the release of Destiny 2 is if it has any effect on the massive and growing and seemingly unstoppable popularity of Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. There has just been an announcement that Player Unknown's Battlegrounds has now sold more than 10 million copies since its release into Steam's early access program on March 23rd. That's insane, especially considering I just did one of these stories about, I don't know, three weeks ago with the announcement that they had sold 8 million copies. So in the last couple of weeks... Two million more copies of Player Unknown's Battlegrounds have been sold on Steam Early Access. The game hasn't even come out yet, and it is just, it's taking over the world. It's become the number one streamed game on Twitch, the number one watched streamed game on Twitch. It's coming out on Xbox One, so console gamers will have a chance to play it. I'm very curious if it will take a hit of uh, player base now that Destiny 2 is out. Perhaps not. I mean, these are PC gamers, and Destiny 2 doesn't hit PC until the end of October. So perhaps uh, these are two parallel tracks, but I suspect many of the people playing it will have a lot of interest in Destiny 2, even on console. So I wonder if the numbers will dip slightly. Even so, this is a unabashed, massive hit, and uh, a really a huge new force in gaming, it's going to be interesting to see how it fares when it comes out of early access and is released on Xbox One. If uh, console gamers will embrace it just as 
just as heartily. I suspect they will. Uh, it is a fun game. So kudos to Player Unknown Battlegrounds for hitting the 10 million copies sold mark. Just a huge, huge number. Time for another couple of my interviews from PAX this last weekend. I had a chance to talk to many of the indie developers that were showing some of the most interesting and original titles on the show floor. I think PAX is always coolest when it's showcasing these independent games, these small, cool, quirky titles. And I have two of those for you today. Uh, Piku Niku, which is a very strange game, but looked really, really fun. And a modern take on NBA Jam called Dunk Lords. I'm with Anno. You are the game designer on Piku Niku, right? Which someone told me is the standout game of the entire show. I haven't had a chance to play it yet. I don't even know what I'm looking at exactly. It looks adorable. Tell me what Piku Niku is. Piku Niku means uh, picnic in Japanese. And uh, why we chose this name is because a picnic is something uh, everybody loves. And it's a moment with, uh, um, uh, where you are sharing something with your friend and have a good moment. It's something delightful. And it's what we try to do with Piku Niku. It's a um, uh, delightful dystopian adventure game, is how we call it. Because it looks very cute and very easy to play, and it is. But uh, this is, um, there is a story mode, and in story mode, everything look, uh, is like that at the, uh, when you start. A um, lot of color, you can talk with a lot of villagers, you can um, uh, explore all world, and everything is just cute. But when you move on in the story, there is a big twist in terms of narrative, and everything will change. But I don't want to spoil the story now. Okay. Um, and what I'm showing at PAX now is a co-op mode, where you can uh, play um, uh, two player in local, and um, all the puzzle you uh, need to be uh, uh, use the physics and also uh, the ability to communicate between players to be able to solve them. And uh, what I'm seeing so far in, uh, in PAX is a big success. Like, people really enjoy it and laugh a lot. Yeah, there is a big goofy uh, uh, point in Pikuniku. It's not serious at all. And uh, people really enjoy that. Yeah, it looks adorable. So. To describe it, it, it is it is kind of a two-dimensional, very simplistic, big shapes, and you play as these uh, little happy faces, but they have long, stretched-out limbs, right? right? Exactly. They just have legs. They don't have arm. Okay. So we we start the game with few rules. Um, one is you can't die, you can't kill. So it's a perma life instead of <laughs> perma life. I love it. Uh, um, what more uh, rules we got? Uh, so you don't have arm, so you can't really uh, uh, transform the world, except by talking and by working. And um, the leg help you sometimes to go through some uh, uh, space, like you can use them like uh, to uh, swing and on a rope uh-huh. and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, we really try to have something very, very, very ma- minimal to have empathy with the player, uh, your, with your character, so you can uh, put yourself and imagine it's you. Uh, that's why you don't have any uh, physical attribute. Right. It can be, it's not, uh, it, the skin color is not realistic. So everyone can think, oh, I'm Piku, I'm this cool guy, and, uh, <laughs> or, or girl, you don't have sex. Right, right. So that's, uh, I also that. noticed that you can get into vehicles, there yeah. are different things, and it's all about sort of awkwardly uh, bumping into each other and moving through the environment, right? Yeah, but this is uh, the race uh, level with, um, in the co-op mode, you got uh, two levels of very serious puzzle, and one with totally crazy. And the race is one of these crazy moments. It's just to relax and to change a little bit of rhythm, 
uh, for the player of something which could be more mental. Right. Uh, and you don't have to think at all when you are racing. Like, <laughs> this uh, just a stupid mod. Well, I'm very excited to see how this the story mode twists things. Uh, that's a, that's interesting. This game is coming out next year. Next year, year. Next okay. year we sign with Devolver Digital. Um, it will be for Switch and PC, and right. maybe later for Xbox and. Uh, and uh, PS4. I love that it's coming out for Switch. That's great. Yeah, thank you very much. Well, thanks for talking to me. I appreciate it. Awesome. I'm here with Andy Hall, the developer on Dunk Lords, yeah. which is uh, giving me a lot of really fun vibes. NBA Jam, of course. Yeah, definitely. But you've got some new things going on here too, right? Yeah, so the idea is to mix that kind of two-on-two arcade basketball with kind of like a fighting game. So all the characters are unique. They have special uh, moves. And they also have special attributes and different statistics. So you kind of pick two to build your team with. Um, and then there's also a little bit of an economy going on. Um, and there's items you can buy in between quarters to kind of power up. And they're pretty game-changing. So there's shoes that let you dunk anywhere from inside the three-point line. Awesome. Or gloves that, like, when you jump up to block the ball, it'll erect a chain-link fence in front of you. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, yeah, you can really kind of counter what your opponent is doing by buying different items. So that was a little bit inspired by, like, Dominion card games like that, where you kind of have to find the combos and the cards available. Oh, wow. So there's a pool of items, and then it selects for each game, like, a subset of those that are going to be available in the shop. And so you can kind of see, like, what items are going to work well together, and also with your character's abilities. Wow, so it really is like Dominion, very much like Dominion. Yeah, yeah, it has That's that same cool. kind of mix of items. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, awesome. And so and then the, the court itself has indicators on it right so they're you know telling you things you can do explain how that works so yeah so there's these shot pads on the court um and they have different icons on them and if you make a shot from those locations you're gonna get that bonus so to do special moves in the game you need stars um you start each quarter with one star if you dunk you earn a star but there's also stars on the shot pads so if you make shots from those locations you'll get that you can also earn extra money to spend in the store by making shots from the money pads um, and then there's a mega pad where if you make four shots from it during the game, it'll light up. And if you touch it, you like double in size for a period of time, and you can dunk through the ceiling. Um, and then a big part of like the um, the reason for the shot pads is like uh, when I first implemented the game, there was you either wanted to dunk to get a special move, or you want to take a three to get the extra point. And it was like I had to make mid-range twos like a thing. So I was like, okay, well, I have to like, somehow incentivize people to take mid-range jumpers. Just like the real NBA. Exactly. exactly. It's the same problem, same right? Same problem. So I was like, man, there's got to be a way to fix this. And so that's what I came up with, and it works pretty well. Because sometimes you're like, oh, I really want to buy these awesome shoes. And you know you need another 200 bucks. And so you're like, all right, I'm going to like prioritize making money. And sometimes you need to purposely fall behind a little bit to like build your economy. Oh, wow. And then it's like, okay, well, now, but now... Like, I have shoes that make it so I get three points when I dunk, and I'm all wearing armor that makes it so you can't uppercut me when I'm dunking. Wow. And so it's like, oh, well, now that's pretty unstoppable. So it's like, even if they're ahead by a little bit, they're going to have trouble, like, holding you back from that. So you get to purchase, what, after every quarter or halftime or half? After every quarter, every yeah, quarter. you go to the store. Cool. Um, and so this is all, what I'm describing now is all kind of the... Um, the arcade mode, so like co-op, couch co-op, and you can play one to four players. There's also a story mode that you can play either by yourself or with a friend co-op. 
where you're kind of going through a story mode like it's like a mini rpg um wow. and you play games and go through and in that the loot is more um it's almost like diablo you go to town and you can buy items and you keep them forever but they're a lot more expensive so you're kind of gearing up your character and going to different courts and trying to like progress through the plot um and so that's just a little something to throw in so that you're not just buying a local multiplayer game right like you have this single player and it's got a cool story i think and i hope people really get into that too uh we're not showing that at the show yet because it's a little earlier than the arcade mode um but yeah that's the plan for the final game it's awesome it, it looks really great tell me a little bit about the characters because all of them are original right you invented all of them yeah so i just kind of have been coming up with characters and um yeah it's fun i mean i'm just trying to get a variety of casts like i want to have some like cool basketball player guys that you know, you're like, oh, I just want to be like a more of a standard basketball player. Yeah. I mean, obviously they're gonna have like special attacks, so they might have like, you know, be able to pound the ground and create like the blast wave or something. But they're all relatively like standard looking guys. There's like there's, a grandpa I saw. The yeah, so he's kind of like the idea with him is he's kind of like a retired basketball player, but he's like trying to get back in his prime. That's awesome. Uh, and then there's also just like really wacky characters. So there's like a little strawberry man. Um, there's an alien. So it's like kind of like mixing it up. So that you have like a fighting game cast where you have like yeah. kind of like the standard characters and like more goofball characters, but they kind of make this crazy cast all together. It's awesome, man. It's called Dunk Lords. Yeah, Dunk Lords. And when Lords. can we expect it? So I'm hoping like early, mid next year, maybe April-ish. But um, again, like I'm primarily the only dev on it. I have a little bit of help, uh, contract art and stuff. But wow. I'm hoping, uh, you know, that's the goal. That's the goal. Very cool. Thanks for talking to me. I All appreciate it. All right, thanks it. so much.